ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. My name is Janice Porter, and my special guest today is the vision warrior himself, David Roberts. Welcome to the show, David. Thanks. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. My pleasure. My pleasure. So in looking at your background, your your bio, and all of that good information, and in also getting to know you through um, conversations we've had and me being a guest on your podcast uh, just recently, which was a pleasure, um, I see that you, somewhat like me in a way, um, you're kind of in a, in a uh, second or third act in a way, like you had a corporate career and was very successful in that career and then moved into after you retired uh, from that, went into working with some nonprofits, doing um, uh, being executive director of an executive pastor at a particular um, uh, uh, nonprofit. And then as you were working through what you wanted to do with your third act, let's say, um, you can you are now in that and uh, are the CEO of my vision warrior. And so I want to start there actually, because um, I love your your whole analogy around warriors versus zombies. And so I thought it might be kind of fun to have you just start there and tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing now. So what let's let's do that. I mean, I fundamentally the warrior versus zombie and the the thing is, I, I am a fan of the, uh, the whole zombie genre. So it's it's actually a metaphor. Yeah. Um, and when I retired, and I've been retired for 16 years uh, from the corporate world, uh, I was doing, uh, you know, relationships, all that stuff has always been a part of my, it's a part of everybody's success, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I when I moved out of that space or I retired. So first of all, most people don't understand what retirement is. So retirement, if you do it the way I think a lot of people think, okay, I'm now going to stop doing my job or I'm business or whatever, and I'm going to head to the beach or I'm going to play golf or I'm going to hang out with my kids or grandkids or whatever, you know, that's, those are all beautiful things or that's totally it, but that's not, a, an equation for, you know, a healthy, uh, quote, retirement, because actually, I did some research on it. And the life expectancy average, this is average life expectancy, retiring the way most people think of retirement is six years. Wow. And as and as I said, I've been retired for six years, 16 years. So the, the fundamental part of it is, you know, some of the things that I've learned along the road since that retirement. And that is that um, we all have a unique reason for being on the planet or, you know, calling, you can call it a life purpose, whatever you want to call it. But we all have that. We've had that since the day we were born or conceived or however you want to look at that. And so 
then we all have unique value as you're going along your path from the time you were a kid to the time you're today. Um, there's always things if you really are aware, and again, part of being a warrior is awareness, intention, looking at things is if you're paying attention, you, you realize that people usually come to you on a regular basis. I'm certain this is the case in, in your world, Janice, is that, is that people will come to you and when they're experiencing something, a need in a specific area, once they get to know you, they come to you. That's all through, you know, being, you know, relationships rule. That's, that's fundamentally um, why they come to you is because you have given or given them value in that area and you become recognized, you become known mm -hmm. for that unique value that you have. And we all have, there may be overlapping and similar, but we all have a kind of a unique package of value. And then I learned also that everything is possible. And so my, the third component is we all have a unique vision. If anything were possible, and as I always say, everything is possible, you know, we, there, there is something that we're on a path to do. And I, you and I may not be, I know we are very aligned and I use that term intentionally mm -hmm. is we're very aligned in some of the things that we, we pursue, but we're not on the same path. We're just aligned. We're, we're kind of going down the road side by side. Right. So, so what I do, you know, today is I work with uh, entrepreneurs, particularly, I mean, I can work with anybody, but quite honestly, I worked in the large corporate space. And um, when I start working with CEOs and those kind of folks, uh, it's not that I don't want to serve them. It's just that they need to then get, there's all the politics and the bureaucracy and the approvals. And even if they write much bigger checks than a solopreneur or entrepreneur, it feels too much like work. It feels too much like what I did before, which was large multi-billion dollar outsourcing transactions. So anyway, so I tend to focus on entrepreneurs and I've learned that that's what inspires me. And that's what I do uh, in living my ideal day, which today you're part of that ideal day because I, I chose to, and I live my life by divine appointments. So whatever works, works. And I don't spend a lot of time worrying about should I or shouldn't I, I just kind of go with it and see and always find out afterwards that it was a beautiful thing, just like as we started down the path, right? Right. So I think that a couple of things from what you just said that, you know, um, some people are more fortunate than others that they, maybe they, maybe it's the luck of the draw, but maybe it's also choices, of course, that we make. And I probably think it's more like choices that we make. However, um, some people think, you know, they have that, in, you know, to, to think about the uh, Robert Kiyosaki book, you, you know, it's like they're an employee mentality and they think that their job takes them to that place that they then retire and um, that's it. They're done. You know, the, mm -hmm. it, it used to be the gold watch and you're out the door, but there's no gold watch anymore. Um, and, and then some of, some people see things differently. They have a more um, individual entrepreneur or business mindset that allows them to control more, you know, that what they do and are able to retire in the way you retired by choice, 
early on in life, you still have a second life to, you know, do all those other things that you, that you do. And I, I know it's partly choice, but you know, it's different today. The world is very different today. And so I think that, um, I do agree with you though, that the majority of people, they retire and then they die. I mean, it's very sad because they don't, you know, have a lot to look forward to, but today when you're working with, um, uh, entrepreneurs of today, and they, they could be young, they could be older. It, it depends nowadays. There's so many different opportunities out there for people. Do you think that the younger people though, that you work with, do they still see, do they see things completely differently than we did when we were younger or um, is it harder or easier to get them to see what you bring out in them that they have, you know, what is their vision? How do you see them moving forward and being able to support them, you know, um, in their business going forward? Well, first of all, I don't, honestly, I don't agree with the fact that it is different today than okay. in, the, in the past. I have millennial clients as well as baby boomer clients and everything in between. Okay. And, um, and I say that not to, to challenge that, that, that what you're saying is I, I, I believe that if you break it down to the, the basics here, um, right to a cellular level, life is and success and thriving is all about both having both support in your life and challenge. And so I'm not a victim of the challenges. I came from very low means. Mm -hmm. um, I had challenges. I had to start buying my own clothes and making money at 10 years old. I mean, some people today might say, well, boy, you're really disadvantaged. How, you know, how could you possibly get out of that? Or you, you know, you weren't privileged like I, you know, of course. I mean, you know, that's just, but to me, that's mindset. That's between the ears. That's the way you view it. So I have five millennial children. I work with every one of them. Um, I've done my share of buffering them, if you will, from the challenges of life, right? It's like when we went through COVID, you know, some people, you know, I, I know when you were on my podcast, whatever, you made a comment that still sticks with me, as you said, I'm going from Vancouver to California, and they don't have their masks on anymore, and everything's in them, people are moving around, and I'm scared. Well, guess what? I've had COVID twice. I've, I, you know, I mean, the thing is, life is about overcoming challenges. And part of it is, we need to re, you know, reconnect back. And I say we, because it's the older generation and the younger generation, we all have a reason. So helping them understand that, um, I have people that are C, I've worked with people who are CEOs of multi-billion dollar companies. And I've said, you know, I've worked with them and they said, why are you here? I don't know, I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. You know, yeah. you, you think because of somebody's position, yeah. you can say, okay, well, they're successful. Well, they're, you know, they it aren't. Struggles they're only that. successful in my world is if you're pursuing your warrior journey, warriors move forward. The zombie part of it that we didn't really, I mean, that's, we all are infected with the zombie <laughs> virus. It's just to what, uh, what level that infection is determining 
whether we go forward or not, right? So, so I, I try to break it down to very simple, you know, what is it that you want? You know, don't tell me all the reasons why you can't tell me, let's figure out, you know, I can't afford this. Well, how can you afford this? That's the right question. It's not, don't tell me your limitations because if I accepted that my granddaughter, the first time she fell down, didn't know how to walk, she would never have learned to walk. You know, we, you know, part of the reason why we're still dealing with some of the virus stuff is simply because our body's a miraculous creation. We're a, a mixture of viruses and bacteria and everything else. And yeah, it's, there's things to be afraid of, but our, you know, it's, there's just so many things about that, that you can, you can really, if you sit down and reason with people and they aren't willing to embrace their victimhood or their, their challenges and just say, okay, that's it. I can't go any further. Um, then you can do a lot of stuff and I don't care how old they are. That's pretty cool information actually. Um, okay. Um, so, um, I know that you have an in-person now, I think again, mm -hmm. networking groups right. that you run as well. And so between the in-person and the online networking and the people that are part of your community, um, what do you see as um, a common uh, challenge that they're, the business owners and entrepreneurs of today are having? So the, the challenge, again, I, I'm sorry, but I live by very, very simple. I, I have to break things about my mind is very simple. And so I have to break it to really simple things. And, and when we when we were meeting in our in person group, which I have about 1800 here, locally that are in this group, and then serve probably 100 through the meetings we do each week. Um, the the thing is, what you're striving for in your relationship, this comes back to relationships rule, right? Is the fundamental between both the online and the in-person is the fact that people do business mm -hmm. and recommend, mm -hmm. and that's important when you're networking or building the impact of your relationships for your business, for your life, for your health, for you know, your family, whatever, is that you're looking at developing relationships where first they know you. People get, a lot of people stop there. And the, the younger generation right now, it's like, how many followers do I have? Well, they don't know, they know you, but, and you know, okay, then the next thing is we curate the content, right, online. Well, we do this in person, by the way, too. So this this isn't an online versus, but it's easier to do it online, right? You can you can have digital, you can curate, you can say, look at how great I am, look at how great my life is. You can cut out the bad parts, you can make the challenges go away, and then all it looks like is support. So hey, you know, they arrive, they're good, they're doing everything. Well, that's why my podcast is simply. Tell me the things you've overcome because I know you have. Don't lie to me. And so the point is, you know, that. So the third thing and where you have to get to in your relationships, okay, this is the important thing, both in person and online, is the trust. Mm -hmm. There's a book that Stephen Covey Jr., Stephen Covey wrote called The Speed of Trust. Mm -hmm. And the challenge in the online world that we're in right now and the hybrid online and in-person world is I could, 
well, Zoom is a beautiful thing, by the way, because I can look at you, I can read body language, we can talk, uh, we can interact. So that's a beautiful thing, but it's still harder for me to make that initial connection to where I trust you in this virtual world, because people can curate, they can pretend. It's, it's easier to have a persona that isn't really who you are. And we see that in the media, we see that in government, we see that in what we're fed. And so to some degree, we don't trust that. So in person, you can, you can shake hands, you can give a hug, you can, you know, you can, you can see the body language, you know, you can watch how they interact with other people, so on and so forth, right? It's a little tougher, especially in what we call social media. So Really, we I've coined a phrase that we're that we're really striving for both in be connected and my networks is we're this is social business. Mm -hmm. This is social business. And and that's what's critical, especially to the entrepreneur or the small business owner and what we're in today. We 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 aren't doing mass advertising. I'm not I'm not out there, you know, but I have to build my impact, my following, my community through what we're doing right here. I, this happens to be a podcast, but we are interacting. We are having a conversation. Yeah, and, and that's where, I mean, through COVID, I realized though that um, I do most of my business online, really. But it, for me to make it work, I need to see people. I need to have that, that um, interaction, that engagement from people. And I, if I can see them, I can see if they're not engaging and who I need to bring into the conversation. So that's just about, you know, um, being a visual person and being someone who pays attention to their audience. Because I really do. I've always felt that, that it's important to speak and pay attention to bring in the audience to what you're doing. And in mm -hmm. fact, it's funny when, when I'm the audience, um, and I, this goes back to sort of in-person things when I'm in the audience and there's somebody on the stage or just on the platform in front of me and they're speaking to me, like I'm the person they picked out. I know that that's a thing because I'm smiling at them and I'm nodding my head. And so mm -hmm. I'm a positive reinforcement for them. So they're talking to me and that's kind of how it works. Right. But you have Absolutely. to be aware of those things. You have to be that person that's not only comfortable to do that, like with people, but also be aware enough. Like it just, I've taken a tangent now because I'm thinking about uh, somebody that I know that I was trying to, she's really good at what she does and she has done it for many, many years, but she started, um, you know, a new piece a few years ago where she would take her um, signature talk and take it out to the, to the masses and then build her you know, her business clients from there. And so she asked me to go to her first couple to see, you know, and give her feedback on her signature talk and what she was doing. And we go into the room and before the thing has even started, right. And people are milling around and I'm watching that she is like away from the people in the room and, and the first time. And so I said to her afterwards, I said, the biggest thing you can do is interact with those people before you get up on stage, mm -hmm. even know a few names, introduce yourself, thank them for being here, just so that you're building rapport, right? And then when you get up there to speak, 
you can mention their name, you can look at them, whatever. You want to start looking at the audience and engaging them. That's not a natural thing for a lot of people. So it's the same with networking events too, right? So I'm, I'm wondering, do you teach or train um, people in your networking organizations how to network? Do you bring people in to do that, that kind of thing? That's a, I almost feel like that was a setup, but uh, actually I teach, I teach networking. I actually am invited and often will go either in a stage or in a, and teach yep. people how to, how, because I built this, this group from like 14 people in a room to 1800 over time. It's not, that was 2014. This is 2022. It's eight years. It doesn't happen overnight because relationships don't happen. You don't just show up and see somebody and immediately trust them or start doing business with them or whatever. So that's the whole thing. That's why the theme song on my podcast, it's a journey every day. It's not a race to see how many people know your name. You know, those are the words in the song, which I teach and the songwriter Ricky Jean Wright wrote yeah. that for my for my podcast. That's yeah, it's so cool. it, it's so important that you realize. And you said something really, really important, by the way, to your client because the thing is, and it's kind of one of these cliche, you know, one of these quotes, you know, that you use. You know, nobody cares what you know until they know that you care. Right. And the thing is, some people especially people, and maybe this client had a big audience, they developed a a following. And I find this all the time is they developed a following either in the corporate world where people had to pay attention to them, or, you know, from stage, and now you're not on stage, now you're in this one to one or, you know, you know, and, and you have to reinvent the fact that you've got to find a way one person at a time to build that rapport. And so, yes, before a networking meeting, after a networking meeting and in between, or whether it's a church service, it's the same thing. You don't, you know, when, when the person's on the stage and you're talking, you don't, you might like what they say, you might relate to the message, but you're not going to relate to them and the level that you need to, to ultimately become aligned unless there's effort just knowing somebody's name making an effort that's the thing i i started in 2020 just prior to the zombie apocalypse i decided to that i was no longer going to use the excuse i'm not good with names i'm not going to remember your name but what that how that manifests is i have to set my ego aside and i have to say it doesn't matter if i'm the run in the group or i'm got 10 other things on my plate I'm going to learn your name. So every time I see you, if I walk up to you and your name isn't there in my brain, then I'm going to say, I'm sorry, Janice. (laughs) I don't remember your name. I know you've told me before, and it's very important to me for me to know your name. So would you please tell me again? And oh, by the way, I may ask you again the next time I see you, but, (laughs) but, but know this, that I care enough that I'm going to learn your name and I'm going to do that. And as many times as it takes, and you can judge me however you want that, Mm -hmm. Hey, this guy really is not very smart because I keep asking you the same question. But my point is that is important. What you told that, that client is critical Mm -hmm. to making that journey from no like to trust and Mm -hmm. trust is where it happens. It doesn't know and like, 
that's social, that's not social business. Business means trust, mm-hmm. right? Right, absolutely. And it's interesting because I used to teach networking uh, as well. And one of the things I always tell people about remembering names, because what you just said about how you used to um, succumb to that, I don't remember names statement. My husband does that too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it, it, it's a choice. You have to, it's something you have to, um, uh, sorry, build a habit around um, to make it work. And, you know, some people say, repeat the name after you hear it, use it in a sentence, maybe even make a mnemonic about it um, in your head so it helps you remember. Those things do work for some people, but I love the fact that it's setting your ego aside and saying, you know, I know we've met five times already, but I'm so sorry, I can't remember your name. I don't know why I can't, please tell me again. And I'll, you know, and and then I'll repeat it and, and whatever. But I find I have to write people's names down as well. So that mm-hmm. really helps me. Whatever works for you. Exactly, exactly. So thanks, David, for that. It's all interesting talking about how we um, network effectively and how we remember people's names, right? That's an important piece that um, people do pay attention to. So let's just switch gears for a little bit. And if I can ask you, you mentioned, I mentioned a book, you mentioned a book. Do you read now today? today? Do you listen to podcasts more? Do you listen to audio books? What's your favorite form of learning and, and enjoyment? Well, I'm old, so I still read. Um, in fact, I I read. I was I was just on my desk here. I've got um, a book that I just was given by a, a prospect, a young young gentleman. He's twenty, called the Prisoned Dreamer, the Poison Dreamer, that I'm uh, that I'm going to read. And then you know, I I've got I always you know Simon Sinek. I start with the why. Um, I'm also, my, my vision is that I'm going to live to 120 with the vitality of a 30 year old. So I'm, I'm reading a book by David Sinclair, um, on it's called lifespan, why we age and why we don't have to, um, I'm very curious about, uh, start. I work with a lot of startups or people. So I'm, I don't know if you've ever read Peter Thiel's book, zero to one, uh, Peter was one of the founders of PayPal, um, well-known with Elon Musk and other people. Uh, so he's, he's one of those folks. Um, sorry, content first, content marketing, um, really, you know, talking about providing content and, and how, you know, it's, it's important. So, so yes, I read. Um, I also listen to podcasts. Yeah. Good thing since I have a podcast and yeah. I, I'm yeah. always listening to podcasts. So I'm mentored by people, um, you know, YouTube videos, um, attending, you know, webinars, conferences in today's world, right? We, we were talking about the difference today or whatever. Yeah. There's so much more accessibility to things that, that it can be, um, which platform do I use? Which way do I go? Because there's so many things. So, um, so again, I find it so important to really stay grounded on the things that, you know, are important to you and or the people that you serve mm-hmm. so that uh, you can do that. So yeah, I, I, I like those books. I also just, again, I think I've mentioned it, but I'm a Christian. I, I read the Bible every day. 
And, no, you didn't uh, mention it. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's something that, and my favorite quote is without vision, the people perish. It's a paraphrase, but, yeah. but basically that's also part of it. And in fact, all the attributes or the things that I view as truth, fundamental in everything. I, I like the, the metaphors. I like the ways of putting it into terms that everybody can appreciate but all the truth that I have is sourced one place for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just the way I am. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so I understand that I think you're writing your book, right? The vision right. warrior survive and thrive in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And that's funny because that's taken um, a lot of different forms and um, it's amazing. I mean, timing is everything. And, you know, I started it like, two years before what I now call the zombie apocalypse, um, which was 2020. Yeah. Um, and it, because of that, and because of my journey since then, and because of the podcast, the podcast is actually uh, through working, you know, you might show up in my book, you know, there mm -hmm. may have been something that you uh -huh. said that I found particularly relevant to something that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And I have all these now real current stories and current mm -hmm. visions, if you will. And the title of the book, you know, Vision War Warrior Survive and Thrive in the Zombie Apocalypse. Um, but that came before, well before 2020. So um, we'll see how it plays out. Um, my whole purpose there is simply to, to help people understand uh, the vision challenge, which was the first workbook that I put together and pro and thing that, that, uh, really talks about how do we navigate this thing we call life and our ideal day and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so you already mentioned this a little bit, but I wanted to just ask you, because I like to ask all my guests this question. It's a two-part question. Okay. The first thing is, um, do you believe that curiosity is innate or learned? And part two is what are you most curious about today? Okay. So first of all, yeah, I believe curiosity is innate. I believe that children, actually the curiosity is, I, I have a, a, a granddaughter who just turned three and I see her, she's always into and learning stuff. Nobody taught her that she yeah. just did that. So number one, I believe it's innate. I believe if anything, we learn or put ourselves in that box. And the thing <laughs> that I'm, I'm most curious about every day, and this is with you, with every person in your audience, every person that I encounter in my network groups, is what are the possibilities that lie before me and lie before them? And so by having relationships, by learning more about you, I can begin to see what are the possibilities that either you've limited yourself or that you haven't, don't have access to because maybe you just aren't connected to the right person. So you see what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's the thing that I'm the most curious about, if you want to use that term, is, is how I can serve the people that God brings into my path. You can call it the universe. I don't care. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not beating people over the head with that. I'm just saying. Yeah. I have no, to be curious. Um, and I know that when I 
meet new people and start talking to them. Uh, for me, it's, it's about uh, finding out as much as I can about them, let them do the talking and I listen and I'm looking for ways I can support them. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting how things come up based on that. Um, and sometimes the conversation will be, you know, so one-sided and then they'll say, well, wait, tell me about you. And it's like, that isn't even relevant right now. Like we can do that next time if you want, because this is where I'm going with it. But anyway, it's just, no, I just had that experience. I'm laughing because I met, I had a first time one-to-one -one with uh, a young man from Haiti that just hmm. joined my network group. And there was his, his story was so interesting that we were sitting and, and we, we interacted for about an hour and that's all we'd allocated. Right. And when I got done, he said, I, you know, I just told you my whole life story and I don't yeah. know anything about you. I said, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. That just means we have to have another get together. Right. I mean, it's okay because, yeah. because like you say, and, and I always say, you know, this is, you know, there's so many things that people say as cliche, but the truth in them is the things, you know, there's never a best practice, there's, but there's always best principles. There's mm -hmm. best principles are that we are all on this journey and we, we, we are going in the same, you know, aligned in certain ways, some divergent, some together. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, learning what you can about people so that you can serve them mm -hmm. is important. Yeah, it's uh, to people like us, mm -hmm. you know, the people who get that. And that's what that's what um, I think uh, um, propels us forward uh, with our businesses, because we're people, people, we just like we're curious, we like to know about uh, what people are up to. Well, this has been fascinating um, between technical difficulties and uh, getting started uh, a little bit late. And I so appreciate having you on my podcast. And I'd like to ask you one last question, if I could. And that is, what is the one piece of advice that you would share with my audience that has helped you in business? And my audience is entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, um, sales professionals, business owners, it, it kind of is encapsulated in, in what I focus on. So I'm going to, mm -hmm. the one thing I want people to come away with is that everyone is here for a unique reason and that we all have unique value and everything is possible. So don't limit yourself to even what your zombie brain that keeps you safe, but also doesn't allow you to explore possibilities to don't allow that to limit you. But in fact, know that you're on this righteous journey that nobody else can fill your slot. You have to do it. And so I would just say, keep powering on, keep being the warrior, keep fighting the zombies between your ears, as well as in our world and keep moving forward. That's that's what I would hopefully people would take away. That's beautiful. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And my audience can get hold of you at, I'm thinking, myvisionwarrior.com. That's a, my, a booking site for the most oh, part. I'm okay. actually redoing. No, that's actually a good place, myvisionwarrior.com. Uh, and they can book a time with me. It doesn't cost anything. The other places, Be Connected. On the Be Connected platform, right. I'm migrating all of my 100,000 plus uh, connections on all of the platforms, even in my personal, to that 
as a kind of that funnel, if you will, so that it's easier for me to follow up. So if they're not on the Be Connected platform, you can introduce them to that. Um, I, I'm always available there and they kind of pop to the top of the list. All right. Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much. That's another conversation for us. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you to my audience for um, listening as usual. I appreciate you. And remember to write a review if you found something of interest here today. And again, remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.